Good morning, Eugene. Hey, good morning. How's your coffee this morning? Uh, coffee's so good. We got these fancy Tiffany's um, like coffee mugs. They're like you know fancy bone china. Tiffany's like the jewelry brand, yeah. Wow, how much most are those? Ex- most expensive cups I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they were... Uh, I mean, you can look it up online. I feel like they were like 60 or 80 for two. Oh, oh my God. Are I mean, it's not, it's not that bad. Like 40 bucks a cup. Not that bad. Are you crazy? I mean, it, I think it's fine. It was a gift. It was like a three-year anniversary gift. I think I think it's fine. <laughs> whose whose idea was that? It was mine, and I'm the only one that uses them. I'm obsessed with cups, kind of like I love um, different cups, and I like them thick, you know, like super thick, so that the coffee or tea doesn't get yeah mm-hmm. uh, cold. Um, so yeah, definitely, I can definitely relate. But no, these are thin. These are like the bone china. Um, you can like almost see through them. And they have that like it's like a splash pattern of the Tiffany blue color. It's, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. So you want to talk about college stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I wanted to talk about um, kind of what you know if people are considering making college choices right now. You know, I have a kind of certain opinions because I didn't grow up in this country and it was different. So for us, it was kind of um, a different experience and also a different decision pattern. And I feel like in the U.S., um, young young people who are like picking a college or picking, you know, whatever, making that choice are kind of not considering the long-term implications of that and also for whatever reason are so desperate to get out of the you know away from the parents and and stuff um that they basically set themselves up for financial crunch for the next 10 15 20 years yeah and i mean i think a lot of the sort of decisions let's call them that i made Going to an out-of-state school, taking out loans for 100% of the cost, not paying anything because I was lazy and didn't have a job, not like taking any internships to make sure that I was interested in my career choice. Like These are all mistakes that I've made, but it, it feels to me like it almost wasn't my choice, and it sort of just happened to me. Like I knew that I was doing the wrong stuff, and I think everyone else around me knew that I was doing the right, the wrong stuff, but because it was this magical oh he's going to college and it was like an okay school i went to i went to rutgers and like biomedical engineering sounds like really smart and the school was big and had like a big like research focus so like i could have made much more out of that experience regardless of the money but i i still didn't like i didn't make any like real lasting relationships they didn't like help me the only thing that it really helped me with honestly was that i became part of like a church and i was like helping them out with like construction stuff and then they did our wedding for free 
Like that was, that was the only benefit. And honestly, it was like, that would have been like, you know, 30, 40 K of just like renting a space to do a wedding. And like the minister didn't charge anything. So if you factor in that we saved a ton of cash on our wedding, the college cost goes down significantly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you were kind of a freak of nature in the sense that you kind of got married earlier than than typically people you know do um than typically young people in the u.s do i mean russia and the the, you know the former soviet bloc is different people there like we already discussed mature much faster and they get married at like 22 and like by 28 if you don't have kids you're like an old maid or or you know like you're like you know something's wrong with you (laughs) so i feel like both getting married and kind of college choice comes down to like your family history and like what, what is exposed to you? Like there's this idea in, I think philosophy, I just watched a very short video on it um, in that you can't understand something that you don't have words for and sort of like language invents reality in a weird way. If you want to think about it that way. So, like, I'm in tech, and that's sort of because I was exposed to it. I kind of stumbled into this job. It was the first thing that happened to me. And sure, I made choices along the way, but I only knew what was available to me and nothing outside of that. So, like, I I could have, in theory, went into any number of careers, but I wasn't familiar. Like, I didn't know any lawyers or... (laughs) Like anyone outside of like tech and the first thing that happened to me, I sort of stuck with it and now finished paying off my loans. I'm like, oh no, I can change. Like I could, I could try a different field and maybe I'll like being something else where I think a lot of parents, I'm going to say of like more affluent, more traditional type families, like the older kind of let's think about the child's developmental stages and not really just like try to survive, but families that are established enough that they, they have their baselines covered and they, they get to sort of mold the kid's life in a productive way. Not like, Oh, my son has to be a doctor, but let me expose my kid to all sorts of things and try to figure out what the kid's interests are and what the kid's good at. So like if I were to have kids or, recommend people that are that are far enough separated from just survival because when we came here we were very focused on survival and it was always oh don't waste money on this that 60 dollar cup is too much yeah and sure like that that was our situation but that's not where we are now like right now that doesn't mean it can't change and get worse later but Right now, I think for you and for me, we're not in survival mode. So then you can really, you it, it's like a it's like a shift in thinking of how you behave. And yeah, maybe you get fancy cups, or maybe you try to expose your kids to a ton of different stuff and give them more experiences to try to like help them figure out what they're into, as opposed to. I have to teach these kids how to cook really cheap because 
they need to survive. Sure, that is important. I have really solid skills just like making food goop that, yeah, like I can eat rice and beans forever and that's just what I'm into. But there, there comes a point, I think, that if you're established enough, you do, or you have an option to sort of help the kid figure out what they're about because the kid's a different person and I'm sort of like developing now and I'm figuring out my likes and interests and I'm trying a bunch of hobbies and that's COVID obviously, but, <laughs> but I do feel like I'm developing and I hadn't really done that because I was so focused on survival. I think college choice is very similar to, to that. So if you, if, for example, your kids, it's sort of your job as a parent to figure out what the kids are into and help them develop, help them establish themselves as a, as their own person. And I think that's, that's what needs to lead the college talk and anything else, really. As opposed to, you got to get a good job because you need to survive. Well, I think that both kind of have a place to, to be, to exist, uh, because survival... Uh, you know, most people in the U.S. are barely surviving. I mean, granted, some of the situations are of their own making, you know, making bad financial choices, kind of living in, in debt and that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, survival, you, you can't really under um, undervalue the, you know, the the need to survive first and then, know, build other things. Because here's the thing with, um, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So having, you know, physical needs met. So eating, you know, uh, I don't know, the bathroom, shelter. Yeah. All of that type of stuff is important. And, um, then, then the next level is, you know, physical safety, whatever. And then the next level is, I don't remember what it is, uh, but <laughs> everything else, the development and growth and other stuff is dependent on those first two, three levels being met consistently. So if you're all of a sudden, you know, you, you know, can't eat or whatever, your, your priorities shift immediately, obviously. I mean, I, you know, my dad is sick, so I can totally see how, how that happens. And, you know, he doesn't care about anything that's really going on in politics or, or anywhere. Um, it's not about reading books and developing and growing and stuff for him. It's a matter of survival, physical survival. And so you can't undervalue that, but at the same time, um, I think that the smart way to do this would be to set things up so that that part is taken care of. So take care of yourself um, stay healthy, um, you know, create mechanisms in your life to, to get there first. And then you can talk about kind of everything else that you've been talking about. Right. And I think it's almost the parent's job. Like they need to actively sort of think about it. And I don't know a lot about child development, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like if you're a parent and you're stressed out, it's very it's very daunting to think that, oh, I have to provide for this kid for the next you know, t- 20, 30 years. But I think you can break it up into chunks of, okay, like 
this half year, this year, and there will be emergencies that happen, but I think your job as a parent is to abstract that fear from the kid. So you remain uncertain as a parent, (laughs) but it's almost like the kid needs to not know about it and they need to be allowed to develop and you need to like fake the consistency. So sure, like it is important that their like base needs are met and that's very like obvious. <laughs> is there a roof over our head? Do we get food every day? Like okay. Once you establish that, which is a, like a pretty low minimum, like even if you make very little money, it's like th- there are programs, there are there are ways to have the minimum sort of shelter and Obviously, there's lots of people that don't have this, but I think most people do have this like base shelter, especially if these people are trying to like raise kids that go to college. I think the vast majority of those people are are there. They are secure. And just because they have these worries that, oh, this might not last and we might fall back into poverty, that 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 sort of excuses you from the situation that I was where you teach your kids to survive and basically that's it. But I think what my parents could have done is that they could have just ate it and they could have just pretended to pretended that this, that this stability was permanent, even though it wasn't and let the kid develop like the further little triangles and I think that would have helped a lot. And then you really get to figure out, okay, why am I go to college? Let me try out a bunch of things. So my ultimate thought on college is you shouldn't go to college to get a job you're, you haven't tried. So if you're like, okay, I really want to be an accountant. I don't think that you should go to school for accounting, not knowing what accounting is, but saying that you want this. So you should almost, and that's what colleges provide. You can do internships and there's lots of stuff that you can do to sort of like double check yourself. There are mechanisms in the school that you're like second year when you're done with all of your like base math and English classes to do an internship to really see if you do like accounting or engineering. And I know a lot of schools like mandate like co-ops and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're unsure about what to do, I think it is a decent idea to go to college. I don't think if, if, if you're unsure, I don't think that college is a jobs training program. It's a way to help you further develop and try out new stuff. And I think it like it's almost the parent's responsibility to, to explain to the kid what the college experience is. And it's not just about like hanging out with your bros and drinking. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, one, learning to live by yourself in a more or less safe environment but also to try a bunch of stuff and see what you like. And then that's tough because I didn't do that because I wasn't aware of it, even though I could, I could have, like I could have told you what I was doing wrong while I was doing it wrong, but I didn't like, it wasn't intentional. I just like, I was in a path and the grooves in the road were too thick and I couldn't get out. Interesting. Sorry, like, so, yeah, I was like forced to make these mistakes from my perspective. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So I think that, first of all, out of state education is BS. Like, most states offer very solid in state education where you can pay half 
while you're figuring it out, unless you are like super clear and you have your super genius and you get full scholarship somewhere. That's an exception to me. A college experience, like you said, should come, you know, I guess thinking about it should come from parents where, um, yes, you should try different things and you should try to figure out what you want to do, but don't spend your life life's money kind of like, you know, hundred thousand dollars for a bachelor's degree, figuring it out what it is that you want to do. Right. And, and again, I didn't like, I didn't really know the options. I didn't like, I didn't fully understand what college was because college in, you know, the mother country was, was, (laughs) was a much different thing than it is here. And like a lot of kids that I interacted with in, in, in college, they, they were in a similar situation where they didn't really understand the bit. They were the first people of their family to go to college and they were very focused on money. And it's like, oh, is this worth it? Do I do this? Let me study really hard because I'm spending money. And it was always money, 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 basically survival. Yeah. Where like if it's a money question like i feel like obviously i was doing the wrong thing with all the loans and stuff but if it's a stretch and it's hard and you're also uncertain i i don't think it's a good idea like you should figure out like you like you can go get a job without a degree and try it out and maybe go part time and like like do the adult thing like if i were to switch careers right now like right now if i wanted to become a lawyer i would maintain working my regular job i would start looking into like the lsat i would like slowly do it maybe i'll do like night school and i would do it responsibly and i would do it intentionally and i would have a plan and like it it would be a financial decision but also like a lifestyle choice and i want a new career but i wouldn't just go do that like i would go work for a law firm first I wouldn't be an engineer, decide that I want to be a lawyer and just go to law school. Like, no, of course not. You have to go and like, because you have to go and meet lawyers. You have to go and hang out with those people. You have to like, be sure. So like, you can go get a job at a law firm. Even if I'm just doing tech at the law firm, I need to be exposed with those people that I think that I want to become. I don't know. Like, I don't work with any lawyers. Go go to, go and sit in one of the court houses in the galley and uh, gallery um, in and just listen and, and observe do different courts do criminal proceedings do yeah. civil proceedings and other stuff mm-hmm. try that out first right. and I'm saying you should try it like if you have a career goal in mind you should go meet and, that, and that's way easier said than done like obviously like it, it, it's hard to go find mentors I guess you would call them yeah. but I think that's the correct thing to do. Too often it's unattainable and it's just easier to like just take out a bunch of loans and go to a program that you think you're interested in. And honestly, it doesn't actually matter. Like you'll you'll learn all that you have to do at your job at your job. The the education for me definitely just helped me mature. It helped me live on my own. It exposed me to some different people and like it was fine i could have made what like much more out of my experience yeah. but 
having having that time just to mature and be around other people is something. It, it wasn't it wasn't entirely wasted, but it could have been better. And it, I'm 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 like I'm between making excuses for myself, making excuses for my parents for like needing to survive, and then having this like really high up their goal of like, oh, well, you should try all this stuff out. But I also don't believe that that's a choice. It's almost like a free will question. And I don't, I don't think that I had a lot of free will in those interactions that I had. I don't think so. I disagree. I think you did have a lot of free will. You kind of pushed to go out of state, you know, to live in the dorm and you could have done it differently. You could have gotten a job, maybe a part-time job and, you know, support, like supported yourself while, Mm-hmm. doing it you could have not lived on campus and rented an apartment or with roommates um or whatever and done something different so i think you could have done things differently and i don't think you were forced into that choice just knowing what was happening because i was around at that time so don't forget that right no but it like obviously there are other choices but i i didn't feel like i could make them i was like going with the path of least resistance even though like what I did was a complicated like operation. <laughs> like I went for like a degree that was hard and confusing and I didn't actually like in like a school that was too far away that cost too much money and the government was like, yeah, we'll give you tons of loans. You're fine. But I, I still like, I don't regret living on campus, even though I didn't make the most of it. Like it was an interesting experience that I would recommend like I be, being around kids all the time, your own age. It, it is, is immature. <laughs> I, I like, I went to a summer camp. It was like a sleepaway camp for two months, but, and that was like a very important moment in my life that sort of taught me to live by myself, but also with people. So I feel like the summer camp was way more important than the dorm experience (laughs) and a lot of people like they go to boarding schools like i do think it's very important to to sort of try out life after you move out of your parents place and there are societies where the kids live with the parents and it's like a multi-generational type deal but in america for the most part it is expected that the kid moves out relatively soon after they turn 18 and I think that trying it out and the parents sort of doing summer camp, doing the dorm, you got to try to see what you like. Very quickly, I learned that I didn't like roommates. My brother, he loves roommates. And <laughs> that's that's fine. And I thought it was very important for me to learn those things and not just be forced into it. Because, yeah, of course, I could have you know lived at home for forever, had a part-time job. And then the first time that I moved out, it it would have been much scarier where I feel like I had a couple months here, a couple months there of living by myself that sort of primed me to, to have less worry when it actually happened. Cause of course, like you can live with your parents your whole life, move out when you're 27 and you will figure it out. Like you will learn how to fry eggs. You will learn how to shop and do the laundry. Like it, it will happen. Well, that should happen before you even move out. You should learn all those things while you're growing up. 
It's uh, but you know, it, you have a different perspective, but I have very a very different perspective. And where I'm from, people go through college full time. Some work, some don't. Uh, but most people live with their with their parents, and it's that's how you don't incur debt. That's how you don't incur the stress early on, and while you're figuring it out. Um, and um, I, I mean, and that's what I plan on teaching my kids. Like, you don't have to leave, and you know, but somehow, and I don't know whether it has to do with early childhood or or not. I don't know because um, I had it differently, and. My kids have had it differently, but, you know, I think that parents kind of want the kids out and the kids kind of have maybe a childhood experience where parents were never around in the first place, um, that they want out or, or I don't know, a, a, a divorced family or whatever it may be. But, um, when kids grow up in a family, that's, that's, you know, when we have examples of that here as well, we have friends who are whose kids are happy to, you know, to drive from, from home to college, um, while they're figuring it out in the, you know, in the adult life. And I don't see anything bad about it. If you teach your child to do the laundry, to cook for themselves, that's not an issue at all. You know, like when I came to the, to the United States at 19, I had no problem whatsoever being on my own. No, even though I lived with the parents. And I'm I'm sort of trying to steer it away from survival. So let's say that everything is fine, <laughs> right? Like you figured out a way. College kids, <laughs> and then if you like everything, everything equal, everything like past survival. I think that it is worth to do the dorm thing, not like money. Like forget about the money. Let's let's pretend that college isn't a financial choice, which it obviously is. But if you have it like this idealized college experience. Money aside, I I would recommend the dorm thing. Yeah, but but nobody uh, nobody at nineteen or actually seventeen has money to actually be able to afford the dorm. It's all done in in by basically forcing you into debt. Well, I don't think that's a and, good thing, and and that's tough. But like as a parent, like like if I have a kid, the first you know I don't know week that they're alive and they get their like social security. Like I'm opening a college savings account to try and alleviate, like, like my entire purpose as a parent would be to abstract away the sphere for the kid to learn, to like teach them that like, okay, survival is important and you will need to learn how to survive. But I I would want the focus to be much more on like self-actualization for the kid to develop in other ways other than a hundred percent worrying about survival because that's what's in my head all the time like i make way too much money to be thinking about survival all the time every day and that's that's that that's just like that's taught and i I wouldn't want to pass that survival fear and this like constant money bargaining with yourself because it's always guilt like people buy stuff that they don't need and then they feel guilty and I wouldn't want to pass this down to kids because that sucks. It's interesting to hear people talk about how they're going to raise children before they have children. Well, <laughs> it's actually fun. No, 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 and 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 that's where like um I've been thinking about like free will and stuff, but like I I don't think that people have choices. Like yeah, I mean I 
I think that I'm allowed to have thoughts on like raising kids because you know yeah. I could talk about it. But and and yeah, obviously when it happens, things change. Like every kid is different; they develop different personalities. Their situation might be different. Like who knows what my life will be like in ten years? I you know <laughs> just last year, no one expected this to happen. So obviously. I'm just making not even educated guesses, just sort of like <laughs> hypothetical, like, oh, I've read like three books on like psychology and I'm a child expert. Like, of course not. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware that I don't know anything, but that doesn't mean that I can't talk about it and have values. And I'm trying to develop like my values and I'm trying to understand what bothers me because I'm, I mean, I'm assuming that kids have similar hangups to their parents. And if I was very easily trained into like being worried about survival all the time, I want to try my best to not have my kid have that. And it's tough. It makes the job as a parent tough because survival is real. Like you can't earn enough money to guarantee safety, but you, you can do both the, you can like have a baseline, like focus 10% on survival and like maybe focus a bigger chunk on like, Hey buddy, let's let's figure out what you like, what you're good at. And these are some of the ways that college traditionally also college was very different in the mother country and here. <laughs> like it it uh it, it's a fundamentally different experience here cuz there it was free and everyone sort of no. did and if you were smart enough you can do it. Where well, here no, 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 it, it's no. different. It's it wasn't free. It was free if then after you graduate, you devote two years working in some middle of nowhere place um, that they tell you to to go for. Um, that you know, in that case, it was free. If you don't, then you have to pay back the tuition. So, slightly different approach. But yeah. I mean, listen, your your um, goals are v- completely valid for your own children because it's it's based on your experience. Um, the only thing that I, you know, that I'm, that I wanted to tell you was that, and it's a topic for a different conversation, but, um, don't open a college fund, open a Roth IRA account instead, because kid may or may not go to college and then you will pay tax on the money and then whatever. Um, again, but I, yeah, no, with, I, with the, I heard that. Yeah. But, yeah. So with a Roth IRA, it's a very different setup. So just do a little research on that when the time comes. Right. I mean, and then who knows what the financial like vehicles will be then, like in, in five, 10 years, like whatever, whatever time passes, like that's just a government program. Like there could be different government programs later. And these are just ta- like tax incentivized. You don't need any of this. You can just save cash. <laughs> So I don't know. Uh, I feel like we didn't really cover the whole college thing, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean it, it it's tough because I'm I'm still so close to it, and it still dominates my thinking. And all I want for anyone like go that's about to go through this is to like not have it be this financial decision that it obviously is. It's like I want a thing that isn't real, but it would be so cool if college wasn't about making money, getting a job, if it was about learning and being around like smart people. And then like, I know people that had that experience, people that like 
learning in school and stuff, they, they didn't care about jobs. They were just really excited about learning and solving theoretical problems. And like a lot of my computer science, you know, work friends, that's all they talk about. They, they're like, oh, you know, sure, we're doing work and we're making money, but boy, I would love to go back to school and like get a PhD in this like whatever thing that they're interested in. <laughs> not, not for money because they're, they're not surviving. They're, they're like exploring their interests and being around smart people is cool. Yeah, absolutely. And that has to just come with a choice, a smart choice when it comes to the financial part of this. So like, don't go to college, like I said, out of state and pay double, um, go in state while you're figuring it out first, you know, for the bachelors and, um, and do it smart. That's, that's kind of my only philosophy when it comes to that. Yeah. But I feel like it's so easy to like the difference in like out of state and in state tuition, like uh, over is half 50%. Well, Sure, but the number itself, like, can, can you save 50, 60K over 18 years? Obviously. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. And can you save 100K over 18? Like, it's harder, but, like, is it is it but that why? much harder? But why? Move to the, to a different state if you need to for a year. You know, take a year off. No, um, live there and establish residency and, you know, and pay in state tuition in that other state. Like, do it smart. No, uh, this is you assuming that you can control your kids in, like, 10 years. The no, no, no. I'm telling you as a kid, that's what you should have done. You should have either taken a year off or created mechanisms to live in um, a different state for a year. So that that's all you need. One year mm -hmm. to establish residency. Yeah, and then it's $50,000 less. Yeah. But people don't act rationally. Like we're not, we're not computers. So I, 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 I think there's like a little bit of want to do the wrong thing a little bit sort of sort of feels good to like do the wrong thing <laughs> no it doesn't I, I, you know people people sometimes say oh i love bad boys or whatever like women sometimes say that right i don't like i never did it's about smart smart people smart men or women um or decisions that you should make not being bad you know <laughs> you know when, when people say they like bad people i feel like that's like a self you're you're like reflecting on yourself. You're like yeah, you're, you're like looking at your past behavior and you're like making a theory or a model about what you like. And that and that is like what development is. Like you you are a certain way and then you're trying to put words for it. So I think that's okay. <laughs> All right. I think we should wrap up this topic and Yeah. Uh, maybe I come mean, back at some point later. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a good week. <laughs>